Election season propaganda is in full swing right now. And boy, do we have a story that kind of proves it to you. The Andre Longmore, the untold story of absolute racism in Georgia, not to take away from the racism that happened in Jacksonville, Florida, but let's compare and contrast these two things to find out why media is so hellbent on dividing this country by producing news that is not only overly salacious, but extremely divided. All this and more on today's Friday break. The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on Sunday. This is Sunday. about the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Welcome back. I feel like we've never left you. We're out here five days a week on that grind, doing the Lord's work right here on the airwaves so that you don't have to sound like an idiot to all your civilian friends over the weekend. That's right. Drew and I are here back at it again, back at it again with the white vans. Uh, This time we've got a breakdown. It's Friday breakdown. Of course, we have the Andre Long. Uh, Longmore case today, which is a case that nobody heard of. This is an extremely incredible case that happened uh, not too long ago and absolutely stayed out of American headlines. I say American headlines as if like, wait, do we have other people other than Americans? Well, sure. We've got our friends from across the pond, the Swiss up in the chats, Nijkin. Haven't seen him in a while. Uh, Nijkin's one of my enemies. Never met the guy in real life, but he sends care packages. And when he does, he always sends them to my kids, which is full of like two years worth of Swiss chocolates and candies of the sorts. And um, and let me tell you what, if you don't have kids, when you give kids shit like that, uh, it sends them off the walls for a hot second. So thank you guys for being in the live chat. Everybody that's in the live chats, last known president, Nige Kidd, uh, you know, the list goes on. Michael August, Joe, Joe Russo, uh, it goes on and on. Diesel Tech, Casey Anthony's defense team. Thank you guys for being out here tonight. Drew, it was a late night on Com Center last night for you and, and John, but what a, an amazing episode. By the way, that intro, maybe one of the funniest intros I've ever seen on this show. Uh, we, we competed for intros, as a matter of fact. We, we didn't discuss beforehand. We like, uh, th- this is the, 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 uh, the, the version of uh, bringing flowers home to your uh, mate. That's kind of what John and I did uh, last night. So when we were gathering our thoughts before, the, the, um, before we flipped the switch, so to speak, he's like, hey, I've got an intro for us. And I was like, I've got an intro for us. And it was just kind of like this, um, you know, we're doing this uh, tango of, yeah. uh, of intros. And he won out. And thank God he did because it was uh, oh, a very hilarious, hilarious comedy skit. You should, uh, you know, it's kind of a spoiler alert, but you should go back and watch the YouTube uh, broadcast of, uh, of Com Center from last night. It was a great uh, breakdown, in my opinion, because I was involved. But John uh, definitely contributed to the whole thing. And... Um, uh, as always, you can download that as a podcast on Saturdays. Eric, we have stuff six nights a week. Next thing you know, you know what I mean? I, dude, this is insane right now. Uh, just got a call from uh, Vinny. Uh, what, what is it? Vinny Montez? Montez. Vinny Montez, the comedian, very famous comedian, uh, police, police comedian. Got a call from his team and his group. Um, Going to be opening for this guy. 
doing some stand-up comedy. I'm on Veterans Day weekend. Um, also headlining on Veterans Day night uh, with Jay Durrell. A lot of stuff going on. Just talked to guys over at Diesel Jack Media and Vet TV. They've got a project they're working on. I mean, it's been a really cool week. Somebody said in the chats, I sound sick. Um, <laughs> I, my, listen, I had to work at a distillery last night. My distillery didn't sell a distilling company. It was open mic night brought to you by Boston Joe, Joe Conroy. Um, they came down and hosted an open mic and... Um, uh, Joe Conroy being one of the podcast hosts from the Drinking Bros Network back in the day, uh, but he's on tour with a with a band. They just got back from Vegas and they did a open mic thing at, at my distillery last night. I be honest with you, I didn't think anybody was going to show up because I'm not normally open on Thursday nights. Full house, uh, no parking, awesome. full house. I was bussing tables and doing dishes until midnight. Uh, because I didn't hire any extra staff. I didn't think it was going to be that busy. So if I sound sick, it's because I really didn't get in till about one o'clock in the morning. Um, and then I got up super early this morning from this case. And, and so, uh, you know, I apologize that I sound sick. Uh, I'll tell you what's not helping. But I'm not. It, it, because I, I need to be your witness in this whole thing. Uh, and it'll be fixed by, by come uh, the time this podcast is uh, is put out into the internet world. But... Um, when we have conversations behind the scenes, like when we're getting ready to start the show and we're plotting, we're planning, he's telling dirty jokes, his lovely wife is serving him breakfast, he sounds like he is sitting two centimeters from my ear. And the minute we hit broadcast, his mic sounds like he is in a bomb shelter. So it is obviously nothing that he is doing. I see a lot of, I, I see a lot of you saying that in the... In the um, in the uh, comments that like it's just uh, having a tough time hearing Eric or that he sounds a little bit different. I I'm telling you, he sounds different to me uh, compared to when we were just having this conversation more than seven minutes ago <laughs> where he sounded completely and 1,000% normal. So Okay, I just um, jacked this mic way up. Yeah. Does that so sound, does does sound, it sound now? better now? Does it sound I, better I truly now? I think it's a, in, in fact, I know, I truly know it's a stream yard setting. It's not, you know, it's way too technical for even us to okay. even talk about or even bother with, but it seems to have straightened out. Please let us know in the chats if you're still having uh, issues. Joe Russo's in the chats. He's suggesting we get this man a ghost mic. Um, he sounds a little bit better, according to Rhonda, our friend who is uh, Daniel Holdsclaw um, aficionado. And by the way, we have a Daniel Holdsclaw podcast uh, out. Uh, it's on YouTube. Go to it. It's, it's simply a YouTube playlist, but it's turned into a podcast. So uh, if you haven't seen the, the, everything that we have in the series for Daniel Holdsclaw, please uh, you know, give it a view. we got all three parts and then the interview with his sister, Jenny. Uh, I see Bosco in here, tactical du dudes always uh, at our right hand. Nijkin uh, is sending Swedish chocolates and sugar to your children. Uh, and by mm. the way, last night uh, we, on Com Center, we did have this uh, Sparks, Nevada officer involved shooting. It was a 911 call where we were trying to guess the age of the caller. And uh, it turned out to be an adult female. I guess it's spoiler alert again. It sounds exactly like Duke Tansy. There, there's no, there's no two dude. Is that loud? Is that really? Am I really loud now? Because I'm really loud in my headphones. No. How do I uh, sound? I don't think so. You think that sounds good? I, I, it sounds good to me. 
Okay. Well, we'll just keep on. Uh, he sound, it sounds like like my son, Duke. That's hilarious. Somebody said Dude. I sound like I'm tired. Go fuck yourselves, okay? I'm awake. <laughs> I'm woke. What are you? All right? You know why I'm woke? Because I fucking dove into this case all night long, and I'm woke. So if I sound tired, listen, I'll... I'm awake, baby. Bless <sighs> you, man. Let's go. I uh, hate this. I hate seeing in the chest that I sound tired. I'm not tired. You're tired. You're the problem. Yeah, maybe, I'm not the problem. How is it that, uh, and again, I'm going to defend my friend Eric here. How is it that you're not listening tired? That Eric always just sounds tired. Maybe you're not listening uh, good enough. Yeah, maybe your maybe ears you need are to tired. Just your hearing. Wake your ears up. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah says I sound awesome as, as, as always. Thank you. Sarah, my wife's obsessed with your uh, Instagram page, by the way. The mermaid shit. She loves it. She says, I don't know why I have to watch every single one of those. So keep it up. Rhonda, thanks a lot. Let's dive into this Andre Longmore case. Let's get everybody woken up, wake up. If you're in your cop car right now, it's Friday. It's probably Friday morning, Friday afternoon. Well, it's Friday morning live, but when you hear us on audio... Uh, you guys are going to be in the afternoons, winding it down, getting ready for the weekend. Well, yeah. let this piss you off. This case kind of really does irk me, man, because it is the reason why we started this channel, Drew, was was to combat exactly this. And I told you guys from the beginning, Tanstra Thomas prediction, there was absolutely going to be election mayhem, election season mayhem. And, uh, and that's exactly what we're seeing here. And listen, not to take away from what happened with the Jacksonville shooter. He's a racist. It wasn't a, a racially motivated uh, killing. It was a racist killing. The guy was a racist. Okay. I, I, I won't. There's no conspiracy theory behind that. If you think there is, I would say there's a 10% chance that there is 10%. Uh, but the rest of that is he's a fucking racist. He's got the swastika. He's got all the things. So if you're a fan of our show, unless you have really good evidence to dispute that, just accept that as fact. If you're a fan of ours, I don't want to hear anybody be like, oh, you know, I don't want anybody that is a law enforcement fan, a first responder fan, or a first responder or a law enforcement officer. I don't want any of you saying that what happened in Jacksonville was a conspiracy theory and that it wasn't racist. It was racist. It was a racial crime. With that being said, the case that we are covering today, which happened weeks prior to this, or a month, what, July 14th, if I'm uh, 15th. July, yeah, 15th, July 15th. July 15th, one month before this, was also very racist. It was a, a racist crime. It wasn't a racially motivated crime. It was a racist crime. The only difference is, is that it was white on black in Jacksonville, and the whole world's going to hear about it, and the other one is black versus white, and no one heard about it. And mm -hmm. why am I saying this? It's not to sensationalize what happened in Georgia and to start a, a race war, because that is what mainstream media wants you to do. What I am doing is I am going off of all the comments out of all the message I've seen and all the arguments that I see on the social media webs about this Jacksonville shooter. And it makes you sound racist. And I know your intentions are good. I know you have good intentions and you're not trying to be racist, but you sound really, really fucking racist. Okay? So this case is going to be, we're going to give you another case. We're going to give you this whole episode because we think this is what you're trying to say, but now you're going to be able to articulate yourself better and not sound like a racist asshole. Right. So, <laughs> uh, listen, here's, here's the thing with the media. First of all, there's a guy named Chuck Todd. He's on uh, NBC. He does uh, Meet the Press every week. I don't watch NBC. I, I, I've stopped watching news altogether, to be honest. I, I don't even watch. I, I'm 
I'm angry at Fox News uh, for what they did to Tucker Carlson. And, um, you know, I, that's, that's just where I stand on it. I mean, I, I watched a great interview last night with Tucker Carlson and Dave Portnoy. Uh, both revealed a lot of stuff. And Tucker is, you know, just a gentleman. He's just kind of saying, look, I'm not mad at Fox. I'm kind of mad at some of the people that run it there. But Well, but six, there's only six companies that own all of the news. Yeah, so it's all, all propaganda news so, network. We covered that on the Conspiracy Show. So when so when Chuck Todd says this is, uh, he had, um, uh, I think he had Vivek Ramaswamy on, and he said, you know, this is what Chuck Todd said. You know, it just seems like a lot of these racially motivated or most of these racially motivated shootings come from the far right or right wing people. And then he went on with his question. This is the problem with the United States of America and particularly the mainstream media. That is accepted as a given that this racially motivated shooting by the Jacksonville shooter is equated with right wing or extreme right without evidence now even if this shooter there's talk about oh the manifesto and all this there was no manifesto that was released he released uh, the, the the sheriff released some statements that he had made on facebook that indicated he was a pretty staunch racist uh, it, he doesn't align politically with me i can guarantee that and i'm not i'm neither far right nor right i'm just a human being that happens to have a lot of conservative values i also you know i also have my eyes open and, and my ears open and i'm willing to listen but when chuck todd tells america like people like my late mother or whatever who would watch him religiously if he starts the negotiation at by saying planting into your mind right wing far right racist shooter in jacksonville they put that together in the map of the mind to assume that I'm the same way, that you're the same way, that, that cops are the same way because there's a lot of conservatives and a lot of right-wing people in law enforcement. And it's simply not true, and it's simply not fair. And as evidenced, we're going to lay out a case for you today that shows when you Google the headline for what happened in Jacksonville, it's racial, 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 because it's a white male that killed three black males. When you Google the um, Atlanta area shooting of Andre Longmore, you know, he was the suspect, the monster in this. It's mental health, uh, psychologists. Oh, yeah, uh, mass, know, mass shooting, another mass killing, yeah, another mass Army killing, veteran, mass killing, um, mental health, Army veteran, mass killing, unfortunately, unfo you know, uh, yeah. Where, yeah, exactly right. If you look at the Jacksonville so, thing, it's racism, 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 yeah. far white extremism, racism. I, I don't racism. Be Monday, Monday, Monday. All <laughs> tickets half price to racism jam. <laughs> you'll pay for the entire seat, but you'll only need the edge. Uh, how's Come that for a wig? Bigfoot with a burning cross <laughs> in the back. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> you don't find that on mainstream media, folks. <laughs> Uh, so the, the thing is, uh, yeah, the, I, I could just see the swastika painted on the door. Uh, so, um, <laughs> 13 words, uh, Gadsden flag, <laughs> racism, <laughs> don't tread on our Sundays, racism, <laughs> it's Far, far right-wing extreme racism. At the Clayton racism way. I mean race way. <laughs> um, you like NASCAR? Racism. <laughs> 
So um, th- there was a study done a few years ago, uh, uh, like in a shoot, don't shoot, where universities tried to prove that um, that police officers were more likely or quicker on the trigger when it came to black people. They identified them as much quicker than than white people. The 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 problem with and, and there was truth to it. I mean, but the problem was, um, and I'll tell you, like I'm going to back up what I'm saying when when I say there's truth to it. But the problem was they they did that for ordinary citizens as well and gave them a shoot don't shoot opportunity, both black and white, right? So the test subjects were black and white. And they would flash a computer image on the screen with what was either a threat or it wasn't. So you would see a black face with a Coca-Cola can or a white face and a gun. And they, they measured the latency, like how quick it took for you to pull the trigger. And you were more apt to shoot a black person without a, um, without a threat than you were to shoot a white person who actually had a threat. Now, the, the, well, this is... That's this because goes, when you have a black gun near a black backdrop being the face of a person of color it's harder to see the gun a white no, they, person when you have a black no, gun in front of a white face it's very it was done properly just, like the stuff was done properly. racism so, uh, racism. so uh <laughs> come see the shoot don't shoot truck so um so there's this whole study about this stuff and what they basically said was in in deeper diving into this uh, this came from a fair and impartial policing thing that I, you know, a course I took. I took it when I was doing my master's. Humble brag. And I was just saying uh, that when you read these studies or when you read uh, how they test people, w- one of them was very specific, and it said when when they gave them a fake news article about um, white people committing violent crime, they would say, they being the test subjects, would say, well, this is situational. He just, he just happened to be in this area and committed this violent crime. Whereas if they read an article about a black person being violent, they would say it's dispositional, meaning this is just how black people are. This is disposition. So now we have reversed those rules in the media. They are just simply saying that white people, when they commit any kind of act of violence against a black person, it is definitely dispositional it's not situational whereas when the black person commits violence against four white 60 year old 60 somethings that live in a subdivision outside of atlanta i mean it's he's just look he's an army veteran he's decorated he was in afghanistan he's a little messed up from the war uh so it's it's situational it's it's not his disposition it's just the situation he's in so they make excuses for it, and they are programming America to believe the same thing. He suffered That's from PTSR, post-traumatic stress racism. racism. Come see the PTSR mobile. Uh, it, it, with, the, with the flashback, flashback, flashback. Flashback of racism. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. So, and it's not even that. It's not. It, well, we're gonna cover this Andre Longmire thing here very shortly. But uh, yeah. you know, it's also Waukesha. Uh, wa- yes. the, the Waukesha man who drove through through the parade there. You know, they, they say that there was no evidence of of racism. No, they they didn't have. It, it couldn't be a hate crime because there wasn't political motives or hate motive. He didn't belong to a, a hate group or any of these groups. He's a sovereign citizen. He's a sovereign citizen. Every bit of evidence of him presenting himself in court shows all of his ideologies are sovereign citizen behaviors. But maybe he just didn't say 
that he's a sovereign citizen, but he did everything that a sovereign citizen would do in a trial. And a sovereign citizen is a known terrorist organization in the United States. So for them to not make that a hate crime, it was almost a very blatant kind of, um, well, it's, it's kind of what we're talking about here, right? Like it yeah. is, it is to divide and to conquer. I, I think we should start another movement. And by the way, that's do not comply thing that we started. Everybody's saying it now. Trump just did a whole speech. I will not comply. Like we started that bitches. Like, you know, we did <laughs> go back to our episode, like over a month ago, a couple Jonathan weeks ago. Bates and his font and his, his fonts, like font. that whole yeah, thing was us. Comply. Do not yeah. comply. That was us. Uh, but uh, I'm just kidding. It probably wasn't us. But um, great minds do think alike, as they say. Um, but yes, I, like the whole divine conquer. I fucking lost my train of thought. Yeah. So, I mean, you're right. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of the guy's name, but, you know, he's still he's still waiting on the judge to uh, prove that she had subject matter jurisdiction in the case. You know, like <laughs> these fancy things that the sovereign citizens, uh, the, the Waukesha guy. I mean, n- now that begs the question and I'm being silly f- for a reason, but I, I see it in the chats. I mean, does that that red van belong in the in the uh, <laughs> would it be on display in the in the racism, you know, uh, Museum. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The, the the drag racisms. No, 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 no. The Sunday, Sunday, Sunday racism is only for monster truck rallies, so it has to be, yeah. you know, pretty much like anti. Yeah, Four hundred thirty-five psi of white. But you know what's crazy power. is when you when you type in. Now listen, let's get into this really fast uh, because it's a natural flow of this, of course. But if you if you want to Google these for your things, <laughs> God damn it oh somebody in the chats pussy wagon all right i'm sorry i digress but i you know i can't not see that and laugh at it so kudos to those in the live chats that are making me laugh right now um if you start to google these things right if you if you google right now the waukesha um what do you want to call that the, the waukesha drive-in murders yeah the, the waukesha like, parade like the waukesha do, parade do you want murders. to try the experiment um, live like i can just google do it, it yeah like, like do it live what you'll see know. even though that this was back from what 2021 2022 yeah. something like that everything has been re has been edited for a fact check and it all goes back to anti-semites and far right-wing extremists are trying to use this to defend what happened in jacksonville florida i mean all the way down so you like even if you wanted to do a story on a breakdown of waukesha and not have anything to do with the jacksonville murders you still have to get through all of these fact checks because they know that you know people are googling they're like wait a minute well like if this is a blatant hate crime and we're going to go ahead and put out all the details and all the manifestos and everything about this kid's life, but we heard almost nothing from the Waukesha parade thing. Like it never came out that he's a sovereign citizen. It, they never presented the evidence that says he's a, he's a sovereign citizen. Can you pull that up? Do you see it there? Read those off to me. I, I don't know. I have if to you blow up my it. screen. Um, uh, here, let me, let me make it large for the screen, but it's uh, the first thing is Waukesha, Waukesha Christmas parade attack. It's a Wikipedia article. The next is uh, Waukesha Christmas Parade Attack Anniversary, Holiday Parade Disaster, Leaves Five Dead, Over 40 Injured, Waukesha Christmas Parade Attacker Sentenced, The Man Who Killed Six in Waukesha Parade Gets, Waukesha Christmas Parade, uh, and um, I don't see anything about the color of his skin <clears throat> or the fact Or that a sovereign he, citizen or, sovereign or citizen. anything. Right. You know, so, so I'm not killing. To be clear, I'm not saying that parade it massacre. Uh, yeah, I, I am. 
Waukesha Christmas Parade tragedy updates 2021 parade lineup, police I, is, here's CNN police identify the driver they say they say plowed into right not we the parade not not CNN uh, white supremacists exploit false narrative of racial something from the the Wisconsin Examiner it's like yep. so they're very quick to say hey hey don't call this racial yeah, like they, they haven't said one thing about sovereign citizens. They haven't said anything about this guy hating white people. They didn't say anything about the text messages he wrote that it's time to go smack white people in the fucking mouth. Like he's tired of white people. They didn't say they don't they don't post any of the racist uh, racial evidence, but they say white supremacists. How about this? Buffalo. Oh, that's Buffalo. That's Buffalo Wild Wings. Shooting. Okay, so when we look at the 2022 Buffalo shooting, it says uh, the top stories. After racist shooting, Buffalo shows Jacksonville support. YouTube and Reddit sued in rare lawsuit from witnesses of Buffalo mass shooting. Um, let's see. Victim Buffalo, of Buffalo supermarket mass shooting. Yeah, uh, a Buffalo shooting survivor sues social media giants saying they argue addicted, radicalized, blah, blah, blah. They're blaming... Social media. Victims of Buffalo Supermarket uh, remembered. Okay, that's good. Um, Buffalo three, grocery store mass shooter apologizes for racist. Yeah. I mean, he was... Okay, so Buffalo shooting victims sue social media platforms. N not as bad as I thought it was going to be, so uh, I'll eat my words on this one. But there, um, y you're going to find emotions high as Buffalo shooter sentenced. I don't know. Maybe, maybe distance. Maybe time has kind of. Well, here sadly. you go. J Jacksonville shooting draws comparison to Buffalo shooting. Yeah, and and now they were somewhat similar. I mean, like there were musings online that um, that said racist racist things, and the shooter himself said um, when he gave up that he chose that zip code. He didn't live in Buffalo. He lived outside of Buffalo. He chose that zip code because it was the highest concentration of black people. That doesn't represent me. But yeah, but here Chuck we go with Dodd the Jacksonville shooting. <laughs> what we know about the hate crime. DeSantis boot at vigils is hundred more and more racist violence. Jacksonville gunman who shot three dead left racist. What we know about the shooter. Uh, Jacksonville shooter uh, wanted Eminem machine about the hate crime. <laughs> what we know about the hate crime damn joe uh, biden made a statement on the jacksonville shooter quicker than he made a statement on uh, all the people killed in hawaii that's pretty interesting so did merrick garland um but yeah and then, so like it, it, you know racially motivated sta uh, statement from secretary mayorkas racially, racially motivated. motivated ron DeSantis visual jacksonville shooting right <laughs> okay you know, i want to say um, a word about this ron DeSantis thing so this this tells you right here this is google it's front page it's it's it was a live experiment but that should that's telling you that you know this is where the this is where we're being driven as a country because that's the major search engine that everybody uses. I'll tell you this also, though. Ron DeSantis was indeed booed at a vigil for the Jacksonville uh, victims. Not With six of people attending. Okay, so he, he was booed, and there was a lawmaker or a city council person from, from the Jacksonville area that grabbed the microphone. She was a black woman, and she said, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not about politics. This is about human beings. And these human beings were killed, and this man is here representing 
everybody that's going to try to bring this, you know, try to quell the problem or whatever, it's time to put politics aside and let's be human beings again. It was, it was a very, in, in my opinion, a very strong moment. It was, uh, it was great leadership on her part. She silenced the crowd. But sadly, this is what the crowd believes. They believe that this is a political issue. They believe because Ron DeSantis uh, wants certain curriculum uh, vetted before it's put in front of children that he is somehow anti, you know, anti-racist or anti-slavery or whatever, whatever they portray him to be. And that translates into him standing at a victim's vigil for people that were shot and killed by an actual racist. So Racism. It just seems like, as Adam Carolla always says, it just seems like this is the perfect time to be an actual racist because you can get away with anything. Like you're just drowning in a sea of racists. All you have right. to do is look for the American flag and you will see racism. Racism. So with, with a case that nobody knows about right now, this Andre Longmore, uh, what happened in this case, Drew? Now that we know, like, uh, we've seen all the headlines from everything else. We've seen, like, you know, we've seen the proof in the pudding, uh, how it's all resorted back to some kind of racism or some kind of a political tie. But now let's look at this case. Uh, can we, can we do the Google experiment with the case right now? Can you just type in Andre yep. Longmore? I'm curious to see what it says. I be honest with you. I don't pay attention to those kinds of things. Um, but I, I just think it's a fun experiment. Let's just see what it says. I can tell you what it won't say. Bring it on up there, brother. Today's show brought to you by ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. Uh, sleep so good. It's scary. You know what makes everybody a little less racist? A good night's sleep. You wake up loving everyone after a good night's sleep. Uh, Ghostbed right now. Got that Labor Day sale going on. 40% off. I think they're going to be ramping that up all weekend long, by the way. So go on there. They have all these like flash deals going on Labor Day weekends. But listen to me. I'm heading out of town. My kids have got a vert contest, not a vert contest, a vert show, a showdown, a vert show. Um, it's actually a private vert show, so I'm not allowed to say where it's at uh, for all you skaters out there. Sorry. But uh, yeah, they're going to be out there vert skating and, and watching this vert showdown. It's a contest. It's a contest, but it's a, under the it's a secret society uh, vert contest. And uh, you think I'm not going to be traveling without my ghost bed pillow? Absolutely not, baby. Taking my ghost bed pillow with me. I can't travel with my ghost bed, but I can travel with my ghost bed pillow. Um, so even if you are uh, working with firefighter pay, it doesn't mean that you can't almost have a ghost bed. And that's what I always tell people. Some people call me, listen, we sell so many ghosts. Like, if we have 1,700 reviews, I think, on the uh, on the podcast, iTunes. Uh, go, go give us a five-star rating and review. And like out of those 1,700, I, I bet you at least 700 of them mentioned their ghost bed. That's how... That's how many first responders are, are getting on the ghost bed movement. One, ghost bed supports first responders to the core, which is really hard to find these days. They'll let me say anything. They'll let me say anything um, as long as it's pro-law enforcement and they swear their bed's made in the good old USA, USA, USA. 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 Um, but these are phenomenal beds, man, and the company is phenomenal. So get you that Labor Day sale. Uh, get you that ghost bed pillow. Get you the cooling sheets. Get you the topper if you can't afford the mattress, and then save up for the mattress. Wait for that, that Black Friday sale coming up um, in, in late November. But uh, if you if you want to for if you want to give somebody the gift that keeps on giving, go to ghostbed.com and use that promo code Wolfpack, uh, W O L F P A C K Wolfpack, and get you sleep so good and scary. All right, let's do this test. 
Show me this Google Webs thing here. Yep. I'm uh, preparing it as we speak. Um, hang on one second. You know, Drew here, he's got that picture of this really fine-looking cheerleader in the background. I mean, he likes art. He likes the picture. Ooh, man, I look at that every day, and I'm like, man, she's <laughs> – remember that episode from The Office? He's like, that's my daughter, <laughs> and she goes to Catholic school. <laughs> that's the <laughs> – <laughs> did you see that episode? No, I don't remember. You didn't. He goes up to Stanley's desk and he's got a picture of a Catholic school girl and he's like, "Look, Stanley, like he he likes art. He's got this he's got this poster of this this beautiful model in this cute little dress. I see. He knows what hot girls look like." He goes on and on. He's like, "Uh, that's my daughter. She goes to Catholic school." <laughs> <laughs> what uh what words would you like me to Google? Um, for this case, Andre, um, yeah, or, or just say uh, a black man shoots four people, uh, sh- four white people. Well, I can do that, but that's going to sway. <laughs> Don't you think that's going to sway? Well, no, the because nobody, nobody ever it? heard. No, listen, nobody okay. ever heard Andre Longmore. So if you were okay. going to Google this case, you would have to be like, uh, you know, you, nobody wants to type in like racist man kills four white people in Atlanta. Maybe you would. I think what I would Google is black man kills four white people in Georgia and see what that says. Okay. Personally. Uh, I because, I mean, that's huge something. news, right? Like, it's huge news. If a black man kills four white people just because they're white, like, that's that's huge news, right? And, like, there's a lot of evidence that shows that. So it should just come right up. Black man killed four white people. Should be the first thing that pops up, correct? Well, you would think. I mean, it, because because of the other way around. And, and I want to be clear about this. Like, I'm not rooting for when it's i'm not rooting for it to do to say this i'm not rooting for the media to say black man kills four white people i'm rooting them f- for them to, to do the right not thing. say white or man no, kills like, if, four if, if it's if, if 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 it's real news if it's real news and not propaganda news what you would say is yeah. a racially motivated yes. murder in georgia a racially i mean i don't even like to say motivated but like a racist murder a, you know, in Jacksonville, Florida, a racist murder in Georgia, you know, racist, 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 you know, if, if you wanted to be fair, but when you type in black man killed four white people, listen to listen less to than I a get. month away. The first thing that comes up is an article from 2020. This is the first thing that pops up. Black Fresno man fed up with racism when right. he killed four. This has nothing to do with that <laughs> it, it case blames, in Fresno. It blames the victims. It like, blames the victims. Just thought. like we saw in Nashville, where we heard more about empathy for the suspect than we heard empathy for the fucking victims. Su- Susan B. Empathy. So NPR says police. By the way, this is another problem I have with this case, and 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 we could do that experiment on YouTube. But it says police shot and killed man. Wanted right. four killings in Georgia. So right, not racist man kills four front. white people and shoots yes. cops. No, it's police shot, killed a wanted man for four killings. And, and what Suspect dead, three officers injured. White, yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. The, the, the headline in NPR doesn't four say... Four killed in mass shooting. shot three police officers and was killed after killing four other people. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I just frustrated. It's, it's a black man was found at. I don't know. I mean, but none he, of this has anything to do with no. the the biggest story, which is a black man killed four white people because he's a fucking racist and he hate white people. And there's overwhelming evidence, as we're about to show you. And the media has shown you nothing. Has given you like almost a labyrinth to get through to even find the the article well, and the story. You would have no idea. 
This yeah, should be. I, I mean, I we got a white found. guy that kills three people because of racism, and it's everywhere. You can't not find it. You can type in the Buffalo shooting, and it brings you back to the Jacksonville shooting. You can type in Nashville shooter right now, which we're going to do next, and it'll bring you back to the Jacksonville shooter who killed three people. But we have something that happened a month ago in Georgia where a black man kills four people because of racism, and racism. they bring you nothing. You can't find the story, and this is why everybody is upset and this is what the media wants you to do and therefore we got to stop calling it mainstream media we got to it should just be called pnn propaganda news network this is all propaganda to make us feel like i feel right now angry but we we're not angry we're not angry at black people we're not angry at asian people i we're not angry at gay people we're not angry at anybody we're not angry at anybody. Let's just call it how it is. And that's what we do here on the Failure to Stop Podcast Network. There was a racist piece of crap in racist. Jacksonville, Florida that killed three people. And there's a racist piece of crap in Atlanta that killed four people. Racism yeah. exists. And, okay. and, and But now if you go and look at, at the FBI crime statistics, again, a labyrinth because they don't want you to see the statistics. What they do is just, oh, they define what a racial hate, what the racist crime hate crime is. And anytime you want to actually see a graph, it links you back to the definition. You can't even find the graph. And then the graph is very misleading. But what the graph doesn't show you is that 36% of hate crimes is by People of color, even though people of color only make up less than 15% of the population. It's right. a mass number. It's a very large number. It is, it is a minority number, but it is a very healthy minority that is committing hate crimes. But they, they don't want to even put that out there, that that's happening. What they want to show is you is all of the white hate crimes. Matter of fact, the first four definitions of hate crime all include white racial groups. Yeah, well, that, that's okay. So, how about this? Let, let me just go through a couple of these because there's two points I want to make. First of all, when you, when you, as you d- had me do, black men killed for white people. It, 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 it talks about it, it. There is one article that talks about Georgia. There's two articles actually in the top five. One of them, though, is uh, in the top five white mobs terrorize African Americans in Atlanta after killing. Okay, so it's turned it back on white people. Uh, four killed in uh, in Georgia. A black man was found dead after he told his mother he was being chased by white men hurling racial insults. Three held in black man's dragging death. Suspect in Georgia mass shooting that killed four people is uh, what? Well, it doesn't finish it, but he, oh, is dead. White men charged at, with attacking black men. Um, hate crime news. Black on black homicide. A psychological political blah 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 from the from the Office of Justice Programs. Lynching in America. White man fatally shoots three black people at Florida store. Race and death penalty. Gunman hits three himself in racially shoot, uh, motivated shooting. So, okay, so everyone is saying, or there are a few in the chats that are saying, okay, we'll try a different search engine, dummy. And my point is, and I think Eric's point is too, no. This is the major search engine that everyone uses. This is used by billions of people. So yes, 
when you look at a different search engine, you may come up with actually with actual results, something more accurate, something more fair. Something <laughs> but you would that have, you, but, you but that's believe. for the critical thinkers, Drew. And it's, I think like what exactly our chats need to understand is like the reason why you follow this show is because you have an open mind and you're a critical thinker, and you probably follow other podcasts like Tim Pool or uh, yes. what's the uh, what's the hippie guy? I love him, by the way. Um, uh, Awaken with JP or who, which hippie guy? Uh, yeah, the one that's uh, the actor. Um, okay, don't worry about it. Um, I'll tell you later. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, yeah, if you're a critical thinker, you might you might use that. But the the normal lay person is not doing that. They're using the Google. No, By the not. way, it's uh, Russell Brand. Stay free is what I was. Oh, I love talking that about. guy. I love Russell I, Brand. I do too. Uh, um, nobody is saying let's bing it. I, I get your point, Joseph. Like it, you know, he's just saying, look, you, you know, there is an alternative out there. Uh, right, and he is. was curious if others, you know, presented the facts differently, which I guarantee they have. But nobody is saying just bing it or let's use just <laughs> ask Jeeves. Everyone just says, no, Google that shit. Duck, duck, and, go. <laughs> yeah, right. Like just duck, duck, go it. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, then it, it, it was kind of sad to see um, what, what ha- uh, uh, the same kind of search on YouTube this morning. Because it made no reference, you know, it made it made reference to four victims or whatever. But here's here's. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's to. this is it, you know, if this isn't it, today's the purpose of today's show is only to show you that the propaganda news network is alive and well. The point of today's show is is to prove to you that that you've gonna have to during this election season, it's going to turn up. You're gonna have to just ignore these things because what they want you to do is be mad, and they want you to sound racist. They want you to sound uh, like you don't empathize with those in. Jacksonville. So when you're making these arguments and you're making these points, um, make sure you articulate them. Listen to this show two or three times and take out the few points that we make um, and articulate them a little even better than we did there to say that, like, listen, man, like, look at these Google searches. Like, you don't find the problem with that. My point is, is that, yes, he's a racist, but there are other races. And the, the point is, is that the news is trying to divide us. And that should be the only argument with this whole Jacksonville shooter thing. The only thing that we should be arguing is that mainstream media is trying to divide us. And we should not be angry at, you know, don't sound like a racist. Don't sound like a piece of shit. But let us tell you the story of Andre Longmire really quick, because this is a story that needs to be told. Um, if we want to tell stories about racism, uh, you're probably like, well, what the fuck happened? What if, you know, I don't know the the Atlanta area monster. Drew, do you have information on the Atlanta yep, area monster? I do. The, the, so check this out. Forty. There were 40 homes in this uh, little subdivision. It's called uh, Dogwood Lakes. It's in an uh, an area outside of Atlanta. It's a very peaceful city. It's called Hampton, Georgia. Prior you to know, this, listen. You know why I know it's not a trailer park? Why? Cause it's because it's got lakes. Yeah, because they use like dogwood lakes. <laughs> All the trailer parks, like they'll call it estates or like, you know what I mean? Like something that it's definitely not. <laughs> right. Acres. Yes, <laughs> <Right>. acres. <laughs> like you know. Uh, something uh, grandiose. <laughs> You're like, well, that's a fucking trailer park, man. <laughs> Riverview <laughs> Acres. So um, <laughs> there is a subdivision in Southern Hillsborough County called. It should be called. Ri- it should be called Riverview Plots. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah, it is neither. It is neither yes, a Riverview yeah, or Manor. Yeah, yeah, or Manor. Yeah, he's got it. Manor. Welcome to Umstead Manor. You're like, oh, you live in Umstead, man. That sounds nice. Like, actually, no, it's like fucking three. Trailers, 
so so peaceful city, uh, Hampton, Georgia. Wonderful mayor. She gave. Uh, she she as a matter of fact opened the press conference with a prayer. This this woman. I just want to oh. hug this woman after after she gave the prayer. But the, easy there, Joe to, Biden. Prior to this, there hadn't been a homicide in five years. So it, I mean, it was a very very peaceful town. Um, and there were 40 houses with tidy yards in this uh, subdivision. There's a li- uh, the, uh, they flank a lake on two different streets, and uh, this became a gun violence issue once once this occurred. You know, I'm not laughing at the victims. The, this is horrible. Like, l- look at these people. All four of them. Uh, this is a, a couple, the Jeffers. Mm. Uh, the, the, all four of the victims were in their 60s. And they just, they, you know, they look like they look like blue collar. Well, yes. no, because they're rich. Um, well, but uh, I mean, these know. are wealthy people. But they look like they fucking earn their living, you know. And they're they're sitting peacefully on their front porch, just smiles, not a care in the world. Yeah, I don't know exactly how the shootings went down because it's hard to find information about. Well, that. you you can't. I mean, so uh, originally they said that the man who was a black man, mm-hmm. not that. Um, well, this is a racist killing, so I guess it does matter. But he would often walk to the end of their cul-de-sac and then hang out in the cul-de-sac and leave. But nobody complained. They're all just like, eh, it's kind of weird. His I don't think he lives here. Oh, she did? Yeah. Yeah, but they didn't know sure. he yeah, didn't live in the cul-de-sac. Is what, like, what I read from one of the, the victims. It was like, yeah, he would often walk down to the end of the cul-de-sac and just hang out at the cul-de-sac for a little bit. And he walked back, but like nobody ever really said anything. Like Nobody really cared. Just it was um, odd that he would just go down there and chill, but like nobody cared. Here's you know? here's a couple of great quotes. I'm not going to say it makes me uneasy. This was about this was after the shooting. I'm not going to make it me say that it makes me uneasy, but it does drive home that this kind of thing could happen anywhere. Said Kevin Pugh, who lives next door to the house where the Levitts lived for a few years with their adult daughter and her children. Up until Saturday, the most ruckus we had was the Canadian <laughs> geese. So the, Canadians so, I mean, fuck that everything up. The picture. I, I mean, it's just a horrible thing. Now, I, I do. This is where you and I differ sometimes, and and it's okay for you to have your opinion. It's okay for me to have mine. What that I don't this, like Canadians? No, you geeses? don't like geese. This, this guy, geese are racist. You know, the Canadian racist. geese are racist geese. geese. I hate white um, geese. Honkies, get it? Uh, <laughs> so he's he's. Um, so the deal is, the, the mother says, look. Afghanistan changed him, and, and he came back with post-traumatic stress, and he had schizophrenia, and I tried to get him help. I did everything I could to get him help, but this is a 40-year-old adult that lives with his, his adult mother, and it didn't work. Now, I, I hate to judge a book by a cover, but I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to absolutely do it here. He does not look like he is put together. This is like no. just about every mentally ill guy I've ever sure. dealt with. This is this guy, you know. If schizophrenia is, had a face, if schizophrenia had a face, like this guy is using um, some type of uh, piano wire around a lawn chair to launch himself to Saturn because he's being recorded by his neighbors. Like that, that's that's. But it could be some like MK Ultra with. shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, the, and he was probably right anyway. So. Um, but but he doesn't look put together, so maybe he is in bad mental health disrepair. Or you know what I mean? Like you know, I, I'm definitely giving him the benefit of the doubt. War is going to screw anybody up. But if you have a chem- the chemical imbalance or disease or sickness known as schizophrenia, it's hard to convince a schizophrenic that they are not in the right. 
and all he saw was he was in the right. So she couldn't get him medicine. She couldn't get him to the hospital. And as a result, he killed four people. And, and, you know, I don't know if, you know, what the motivations behind behind it were. It's going to, uh, like I said, you, you can't find it. You can't find that article. You can find the Jacksonville Shooters um, article pretty quickly. You can't find this guy's motivation anywhere. Anywhere. Poli- it, all it says is police don't know his motivation. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, fair enough. So, so let's not talk about motivations for everybody then. Well, I mean, like the Nashville shooter, you know, they've changed the narrative on that. We can do the test if you want, but they're now not calling the Nashville shooters manifesto a manifesto. They're calling it journals. Right. If you want to go with keywords. No, I understand that. Uh, There there was a very quick comparison to a lot of uh, uh, conservative influencers who said, Jesus, you know, we, we still haven't seen the Nashville Manifesto, and here we already got the Jacksonville Manifesto. They never released the manifesto in that case. There, there was no manifesto. There were writings or there were musings, but it wasn't a pure manifesto in that sense. So I think that was a little unfair, to be honest. The guy was a racist. He was a racist piece of shit. He probably went to the monster trucks on Sunday uh, <laughs> just, just to paint with a broad stroke. He probably but, went to NASCARs, NASCAR yeah, races. Yeah, he went to the race, r- racist track, the race, racist way. But um, it, it's not fair to say that they didn't release the uh, Nashville shooting and then they did release his. He didn't have one. I mean, you can't just, you know, I, I, I read a manifesto in an email this morning. Uh, it just happened to be a, uh, a, 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 a description for a Patreon show. Uh, that was basically a, a, a manifesto. So, oh, God. like, you, you could call anything a manifesto. If By the want. way, if you're on the if you're uh, if you're on the Patreon account and you pay to be on our Patreon account, just know that our Patreon account, uh, we see you guys as our core followers, and we talk to you guys just a little bit differently. Yes. And uh, sometimes somebody on the staff, uh, rightfully so and legally so, gets really fucking high. Because uh, he may or may not have one leg and suffers from a lot of pain we and lives in Colorado. And he may or may not send out a very scathing, scathing drug induced email. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny when you read it, knowing that he was extremely like literally like our thing last night was like we were having a meeting about today's show going over the show, the show notes. And I said, um, do you want me to send you the show notes now to be fact checked or do you want to do that in the morning? And he was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I. And probably way too deep in edibles right now uh, to even talk to you on the phone. Like, I'm going to another place, so I'm just going to let you go. And then he hung up. Right. <laughs> and then hours later, this ridiculous email gets sent out I'm not gonna to say, everyone right. on our Patreon account. So if you are on our Patreon account, you're welcome. You're welcome. That's <laughs> And for those of you who aren't on our Patreon account, this is the kind of shit you're missing out on because... God bless Yes. Listen. By the way, what is a manifesto? It is a public declaration of policy and aims, one issued before an election by a political party or candidate. T- t- a manifesto for gay liberation. That's what fucking Oxford says. That listen. is their... Oh my God. Listen, I can't make this up. Listen, it says... For the example, quote, a manifesto for gay liberation. That's a they, agenda much as they're pointing out in the chats. You can't call it a manifesto. It could be a woman manifesto. It could be a gay <laughs> You don't know. 
but but so so you know, and, and Ted Kaczynski is probably like you know he wrote this voluminous manifesto with like 112 chapters or whatever, and he's probably in in hell right now going. Are you fucking kidding me? That's what you're fucking calling a manifesto? That's Facebook bullshit. I wrote a fucking manifesto. Like he's the he is the the author of manifestos. Right. Yeah. Was See, Mein Kampf even a manifesto? Am I wrong on that? Was that that Mein Kampf or whatever? Was that a manifesto? I, I don't know. I, I can't tell you if Mein Kampf was a manifesto or not. Okay. I, I, it sounds like it would be. I mean, Ashley Tansy's in the chat. My wife's yeah, smarter than she's like, like everybody it. fucking put together, so I'm sure she can tell us. She says when she thinks of manifestos, she thinks of the Unabomber. <laughs> right. Shrive Kaczynski. Transfesto. G-Festo, <laughs> <laughs> as somebody pointed out. Like a, a, a giraffe festo if you mm. want to identify as a giraffe. So the, the the bottom line is, and, and we're definitely not making light of the victims. This is some, you know, 60, 60 somethings implies that they probably wait, had children and wait, grandchildren. Hey, uh, let me interrupt you really quick. Earlier you said, and this is where we're going to disagree, but like I haven't disagreed with anything. Like, what did I disagree on? Well, you did. You tend to disagree on some mental health aspects, as in like the family should have better control over a schizophrenic. Whereas this is kind of uh, hard to do. I've always said under the age of eighteen. However. Oh, okay, okay. Fair uh, 90% of the time you reap what you sow. So whatever you raise is kind of what you get. 90% like I know that there are like that's a generally speaking clue there. But generally speaking, but also I I only come at it is because you remember Jocko uh where he wrote that that powerful motivation speech where manifesto? it's uh he wrote a manifesto about um like taking extreme accountability. No, but I, I can hear him. You know, I, I, I get the tone. Like that once you, want, like once you accept accountability like to the extreme, your life will get better. Like, oh, the reason why I don't have any money is because of me. Because I bought cigarettes. Because I bought this. Like if things aren't going, it's like extreme, like to the extreme. So I, you know how I like to take all these motivators and then apply it to my family life instead of my body? Um, so like instead of having six pack abs and like having like, like running ultra marathons, like David Goggins, I take everything David Goggins says, and then I apply it to my family life because I want to have the best family. I want to have the best five kids. So when I say these things, people do and and rightfully so they, they're like, um, I wouldn't say annoyed by it, but they're triggered by what I say when it comes to parenting. And I only, I only say it was like, well, what would David Goggins say? Try harder, bitch. Like try harder. So extreme accountability. If my kids do something, I'm automatically going to blame myself. And I do it all the time. I mean, my kids yeah. do stupid shit. My, my five-year-old wrote, fuck you in big giant chalk letters at five years old in the middle of the street. I got a call from a neighbor that said, Hey, I don't know who wrote this, but somebody wrote fuck you. And it's definitely kids writing and it's definitely in chalk and it's definitely right outside your driveway. I said, well, it's probably the 14 year olds up the street trying to be funny. But let me, before I call their parents, let me ask my kids. I bring all my kids on. I said, who wrote fuck you in the street? They're like Elkin. And he was like, Duke told me to do it. And I was like, I called the neighbors back and I was like, yeah, dude, it's totally my kids, you know, and I'm a fuck up. And I take that, like I take that responsibility. So the only time I say is that, you, 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 I believe that you reap what you sow, but I also understand that I'm generally speaking. And sometimes like, you know, at 40 years old and you're a single mom, you know, cause I didn't see dad making, making a, and maybe dad, dad's dead of cancer or some crazy shit. Yeah. But like, I don't expect some woman to control her 40 year old schizophrenic P 
PTSD ridden combat veteran son. Like generally speaking though, yeah, it is your responsibility. If you are the caretaker of that person, you know, I would say that if you're the caretaker of this guy and he has schizophrenia and you know that, why is there a fucking gun anywhere near him? Well, then that, that gets to Second Amendment issues and red flag laws also. No, but, but I'm, you, say, I'm saying from a parent's perspective. Yeah, if you know I, I that your that. son is troubled and you know this is something, as a parent, even if, he, if he's under your care and he's living under your roof, I mean, it would be very simple for me. Understood. Um, I would say no guns in my house, period. Yeah, understood. And if yeah. you don't want to live under those rules, fucking beat feet. And I know you have a very personal experience with that too when you were a child. But, but the thing is like, so what I... I'm glad you're saying it the way you're saying it because it clarifies to me where your stance is. But in, in, like I said, it didn't matter. You are allowed to have your opinion. I'm allowed to have mine. But the, uh, you know, what, what I would have said in counter if it were anything else is that she raised a soldier. She raised a guy that went off to Afghanistan. He came back home a little fucked up. And, and I'm not making excuses for what this guy did. What, I'm, what I disagree with overall about this is the media has turned this into – a gun issue. This is now right. a gun issue. This is 100%. a dispositional gun issue. This has got nothing to do with him and his, uh, you know, his like maybe racist musings because of maybe mental health, maybe not. This becomes some type of, well, we need more gun control. No, you're arguing the elephant in the room or you're, you're ignoring the elephant in the room. And that is this guy shot four white people. He's black. You media always say this guy's white and he shot four black people but you you rarely if ever say the opposite and it's causing a divide in this country like for for instance i'll tell you the sheriff in this uh in this case i got to watch uh the press conference i would run through a fucking wall through for this guy listen to this uh i've said speech. before unfortunately doing these type of senseless crimes i'm gonna set this directly to you mr longmore Wherever you are, we will hunt you down in any hole that you may be residing in and bring you to custody, period. Anyone that has any information, let us know, because we will be actively looking for this individual until he's caught. Dude, he's got, uh, he's got, uh, I, 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 I can never say this guy's name, Idris Alba? Uh, Idris Alba, vibes. Yeah. He's yeah. got He's got Idris Alba vibes. I don't, um, but I don't see a black guy. I see a leader. I see a sheriff. I see somebody who, like I said, I would run through a wall for. I, I think he's up there telling the truth, just like the Jacksonville sheriff did the same thing. He's like, look, you guys want to vilify the gun. That's fine. I can take my gun out and place it on this podium, and nothing's going to happen until somebody evil grabs it. And once somebody evil grabs it, that's when it all goes downhill. So you all want to keep blaming the gun. It's the person behind the gun. It's not, it's not the gun. Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's just a, it's a, it's a sad case. Um, but again, like the the every article about this is mental health, mass shooting, and there's not very many articles about it at all. It was not covered, you know. And my question would be is like, why is it not covered? You know, that this is a huge story. You know, why wasn't the story where 19 people were gunned down outside of a nightclub um, by gang violence? You know, but all we saw for very brief one night only mass shooting terrorizes a club in Georgia, mass shooting, mass shooting. You know, they don't mention that these guys are fucking ate up with gangs. And, and, and you know, what if we vilified, you know, this is another great point, um, real incoming. Why don't we vilify gang 
violence the same way that we vilify race, racial violence. It's all hate. Right. Yeah, it's based in hate. It, it doesn't matter because the media is always like, well, you're just going to turn this into black on black crime. Well, that's what it is often. But we don't have to turn it into black on black crime. We could just leave it as gang on non-gang crime or gang on gang crime. Like, like people are scared to be racist. Like even real racists, you know, that aren't mentally wackadoodle at this point. Not to saying that like most racists aren't wackadoodle, but you know, if you are a true racist, right? Like if you have racial ideologies that linger in the back of your head, you you are majority is not going to come out and say that I'm a racist because they know the backlash are going to because people don't tolerate it. You know, being a business owner, if somebody came in and was like, I'm gay, I'd be like, great. What can I get you to drink? If they came yeah, in, they said, man, that? I'm a heroin addict. I said, man, that's too bad. You know, what, what can I do to help you? Like, you know, do you need a ride somewhere? Do you want to go get help? You know, if you shit, I mean, if you came in there, you know, whatever, probably going to serve you. You know, I'm black, I'm Asian. You know, what can I get you to drink? But if you came into my bar and you're like, man, I'm a fucking racist. I'd be like, hey, man, you can leave. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like racism is not tolerated. Why don't we show that same anger towards gangs? Like if a gang member comes into a bar, nobody's going to kick him out. Even though he's got the blue shirt, the blue scarf, the blue shoes, you know, we're not, we're, we're, we're not scared of racists. You know, well, for, we'll for, walk for, around. Listen, we'll walk around with a swastika crossed out patch glued to our backpacks or on, you know, the punk rockers jerseys and the shirts. You'll never see somebody with a blue bandana wrapped around their foot in, in overt disrespect to the Crip gang members. Matter of fact, we'll allow Snoop Dogg to come up in all of his Crip glory and glorify the Crip gangs. We'll allow these guys to wear their red scarves and their red bandanas to show their pride and affiliation for blood gang members. What if we treated this, them the same way that we treat racists, where we didn't tolerate it? Like, yo, I'm a Crip gang member. You can leave. Mm-hmm. You can go leave. Go be with your gang. <laughs> go be with your gang. You're not welcome here. I'm not serving you. Sorry. If you don't serve a racist, nobody would give a fuck. Don't serve a gang member. But we well, don't. You know what I mean? Like when you don't serve a gang member that's black or Hispanic. Right, it's racism. It doesn't <laughs> racism. It doesn't, it's not right. <laughs> right. So um, you know, I I do get that i mean you, you have to make sure you have to be very careful that you're <laughs> but then where does it end like do you and uh, do you not serve motorcycle gang members? yes do no i serve? don't i don't i i used to have a, a bike night on wednesday nights at my distillery canceled them once the fucking one percenter started showing up i had one call me and said hey we're all showing up you know what what is your policy like are there any other are there any other uh, affiliated biker clubs that, that yeah. go to your club i said i don't allow gang members who are affiliated to come and, and he says, what do you mean you don't want to allow? And I said, well, I'll tell you this, you're not coming in my establishment with a cut on. And, and I know that you guys can't take your cuts off, but you, I will not allow anybody with a cut on to come into my bar. I mean, um, and, and I'll do my best to run you out of my parking lot, but I'm not going to tolerate, uh, you know, one percenters in my club. And he said, well, why not? I said, dude, because I'm an ex cop and I'm a veteran owned and police owned establishment and it would be extremely disrespectful for the group that I come from to make money from somebody that they're actively against. And I said, I don't support motorcycle clubs. I don't 
affiliate with motorcycle clubs and it's my establishment. And the reason why I owned a business, my exact words was cause I want to have the biggest, you know, the biggest dick in the building. And so you parading around in a cut would be like you saying that no, I've got the biggest dick and I'm just not right. going to do it. And he's like, fair enough, fair enough. And he said, what if we just wear our t-shirts? And I said, if Same your thing. t-shirt has anything to do with being a one percenter, no, you cannot, I, I would rather you not come to my bar. Um, and, and, and he's like, fair enough. Well, that Wednesday night, two guys showed up with one with a cut, one with a shirt. They had the red diamond, 1% in the middle. I didn't serve them drinks. It was very nice and polite. I, and he said, why can't we have any drinks? I said, I, because I, I told your representative or your probate or whatever he was that, that I wasn't going to handle it. And he's like, well, we just wanted to see what it was about and see what other kind of games are. I shut it down. I said, we're, we're, we're canceling bike night. We're not doing bike night anymore. I'm not doing this. The very next week, they hosted a bike night right down the road, and there was four stabbing. Four people were stabbed in the parking lot. Literally less than actually the hotel you were staying at, that bar right across the street. Four people were stabbed that next weekend. So you know, I, I know that's what they were doing. They were coming to, to, to my bar to try to to establish their. I don't, whatever the fuck they do Dominance, it's all it's yeah. all super stupid and racist <laughs> racism <laughs> but you know I, you know but like we, if we all just didn't tolerate shit like that uh and, and you know what even if the hell's angels were gonna try to sue me for discrimination like do you think like the whole world's not gonna be on my back you don't think that like yeah they could sue me for what like tens of dollars that i'm worth but do you think people People all across the country are gonna fucking like come to my bar and support me and go fund me and and pay for it because we're for that. Like we're all all on board about don't be racist. Uh, what if we were all on board with like don't be a fucking gang member? I don't know. Maybe the world would be a better place. Maybe. Maybe if we wanted to truly stomp out quote hate end quote, we would identify what actual hate is, not just call it uh, hate because we disagree with it. It's right. not hate. It's not necessarily hate. It's this is you know. F- it's not necessarily intolerance. It's just a difference of opinion. But we call it hate. So, I don't know. Yeah. The, the, I, the, uh, people are asking what a cut is in the in the chats. It's just basically the the vest or the leather jacket, jacket of a biker gang. On the top, you'll have the name of the like, you know, outlaws or hell's angels. On the bottom, you'll have the chapter where they're from, United States or. Clayton or whatever, and then in the middle they have some type of MC or one percent or something like that, which designates them as a one percenter club. And one percenter means they're a criminal organization in the eyes. Right, but they, of they love, the I mean, like I, I was at a. Uh, I talked about this on last call, but I was or, uh, no, I talked about it on the conspiracy show with uh, Anthony Ramondi. But uh, I went. You know, there was a, a Veterans Day golf charity event i don't golf but i got invited to it and uh one of the holes was sponsored by uh you, you every hole can sponsor something so distilleries breweries restaurants whatever and uh the one was like some kind of like veterans motorcycle blah 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 but all the guys that were standing behind their table at the hole had the ball ping hammer and i said what's up with all the ball ping hammer boys thought you guys were a veterans group he's like yeah but we're affiliates of the hell's angels yeah and i was like and why are you guys supporting a veterans event that's like the ninth hole and um, I was on behalf of like Edward Jones. I was like invited from the Edwards Jones <laughs> financial group or something. Yeah. And, and so like, they're all like, look, I'm their veteran with, with a whole bunch of non-veterans. And I was like, I just stopped everything. I was like, so what, why, why are you guys supporting a golf event? Like, and he was like, uh, because we support veterans. And I was like, do you, are you just trying to recruit for your criminal organization? Like you don't find it highly inappropriate to like, 
you don't see yourselves as like salesmen, like manipulators. Like, like you're not even cool enough to wear the fucking Hell's Angel patch, but you wear their little ball ping hammer. I was like, I just think it's odd. Like, we're a bunch of real deal veterans out of here. Maybe you are too. But if, you know, I'm not sure why you need to attach yourself to a criminal organization. Like, if you're a veterans motorcycle club, why do you need to affiliate with another club that's not a veterans organized club? He's like, well, I mean, that's that's the mis- that's like that that's all the myths behind biker games. I said, homie, I was a cop for eight years. There's no myth about it. I've seen the, the mayhem yeah. that you guys cause. Yeah, I was I like, mean, I don't know. I think you're better than that. Is what I said. I, th- I think you're better than that. We'll we'll agree to disagree. I think you're better than that. But uh, you guys do you. But I think it's pretty shameful that you guys are out here um, sponsoring a whole. And like I said, you're not sponsoring because you support the veterans. You're you're doing it because you're trying to recruit. And it's shameful boys you're better than that and they were in, like in, and everybody fairness, was like holy fuck in fairness there are times when like that veteran veterans group shows up to the distillery and and they you know you get a good following and they're not associated with any but you know you you unwittingly as the bar owner all of a sudden start seeing more of the other patch showing up the one percenters sure. and they will basically do a hostile takeover of that other gang and they'll they'll tell them you're now part of us now. And and it stems from that one incident where there's a big stabbing fight or whatever, you know what I mean? Right. And next thing you know, they're just like, okay, now we're paying dues. To, I guess we'll be paying dues to the pagans so we can right. uh, ride our own motorcycles. And um, the, it, the tactical is correct. Uh, weapon of choice of a lot of bikers is the ball-peen hammer. You can actually, uh, maybe there was an informant of ours that talked about um, how they wiped out an entire... Uh, you know, the, the road captain was leading all these one percenters in a rival gang and from the van he was in, he just chucked a, a ball peen hammer from, from the vehicle he was in and it wiped one or two of the front ones out, it wiped everybody else out, you know, that kind of thing. So that hammer is usually in place of a gun. There's usually somebody, if you're a law enforcement officer and you're dealing with a one percenter organization, they, they're generally going to be um, respectful of you until you're not respectful of them. In fact, you know, it would be my suggestion that you just talk directly to their attorney because the attorney can talk sense into them. But right. um, there's going to be somebody holding the firearms for everybody there. So yeah, it's th- th- the one that doesn't have any patches. It's yeah, right, or it's yeah, it, it's probably the one that doesn't have any patches, but it's definitely the one that doesn't have any felony convictions. So somebody there is armed, and and it's quite possible that if none of them have felony convictions, like the road captain, the president, the vice president, and all that. They might all be armed. It's not necessarily a threat to you, though. It could be a threat to, uh, I mean, it could be, you know, for protection against another gang or whatever. But if you're respectful and rational most of the time, like Eric was, and Eric said, you're probably going to make some progress. So it, it goes to the greater good of what we're talking about on this show. If you can be rational with adults like gang members and turn gang members on gang members and get them away from us, we can live harmoniously. We don't need <laughs> the media to tell us to be racist or what is – we don't need them to define it because they're doing it for an alternative reason. They're doing it to get certain people elected so they can make more money off of your advertising dollars. That's what they're doing. Yeah, and that's any gang – a lot of people in the troops or a lot of people in the uh, chats are, are talking about like what other gangs I don't allow in my distillery. State troopers. You come in with state trooper paraphernalia, that's a hate crime. I'm like, I don't deal with that kind of hate in my, my, my establishment, you know? Marines come in? No. Because I like I don't want, like, fucking people, you know, 
raping other people and you know not necessarily women i mean like marines dude they, they're just like handsy they're just rapey in general you know they're like <laughs> hey cool bar dude honk honk and i'm like why are you honking my breasts right now dude you know yeah. um Back so off, yeah sir. marines definitely no if you're wearing marine corps paraphernalia absolutely not firefighters please <laughs> one firefighters aren't coming to my bar they know better they know better well, if there's a fire in there yeah <laughs> Like for that, sure that's yeah. fine <laughs> they'll show up to the foundation they're not going to go inside they'll stand outside and you know <laughs> hey man uh we, we save your foundation here uh thoughts and prayers you know uh, thank you for my service i'm just kidding we love firefighters we love state troopers we love the marines fuck the navy come on coast guard no i'm kidding i'm joking all those things aside dude we're just fucking around um i you know uh, guys this has been an awesome show a little bit lax the the channel is growing go check out getting a grip on things podcast uh, that's on the C-minus network, the failure stop network. Uh, check out Night Shift, top secret information. You got to type it in. It's not It's not on the failure to stop channel. These are side podcasts that, we, that, that fall under our network and umbrella, which means if you like us, you're going to like them, and we all work together. We all advertise together. It's a network. Um, so getting a grip on things, anti-hero podcast, and night shift top secret information. Um, and of course, you have the Failure to Stop podcast channel bringing you all the news and updates and everything that you need so that you don't have to rely on mainstream media. Thank you, ghostbed.com. Thank you, Factor Meals. Uh, factormeals.com, promo code Wolfpack50. Uh, thank you for everybody listening in the chats. We love all of you. It's been a very fun show. Until next time, from myself, Eric Tanzi, and the easy, steezy, beautiful Drew Breezy, Guns up and giddy up. Aru.